at the time of this recording, it has been 40 days since my father, the general Odin himself. Uh, for those who, these are my friends who get the reference when I call my dad Odin because, you know, he just commands that presence. He's that, he's that um, rumbling, you know, he's that, uh, you know, I'm not talking about Odin, the, the king who became a god, no. I'm talking about the poetic side of Odin, the, the, the respect you know commanding odin you know the the charismatic odin you know the intelligent odin all you know odin that had information like he has information like you know he has his you know thought and memory birds ravens just giving you information my dad's like super super <laughs> you know and then he has the stealth mode thing when, it, when you know the thing where he just shows up and it's like you know right time right place he's just the man so yes, this great monument of a man um, uh, has gone into Odin's sleep, as I would call it. Um, and I am just grateful to God for his life. I'm grateful to God for the opportunity to have known my dad. And I would like to, to some extent, share a bit of how grateful I am um, um, to you on the podcast. Um, I remember when I started writing uh, my blog and everything, my dad was aware of, you know, everything. And I, I would always run my ideas through him and then he would tell me what he thinks. And, he would, you know, he would have questions about, well, what is this stuff you're talking about? What is this, you know, he's knowledgeable and then, but he, he would question everything. And I, I kind of learned that. So I do that to my friends too sometimes. And they tell me they have an idea. I question the idea like, huh, you want to start selling eggs? Why? you know and then you can't you can't be afraid of the question because it's going to only help you have a better product at the end of the day the final product of your thought process of your idea is better because you ask the right questions so um ask the right question so this is my dad the amazing man the general uh gcfr as i'll call him um and i'm grateful for him and yeah just want to Wow, it's been a while. It has been a while. It's been a while. Anyone who's listening to this podcast who is is thinking about or or reminiscing or missing someone who they've lost, I just want to you know let you know you're, you're not alone. And now I can relate to that feeling really closely, and it uh, it sucks. It does suck. It's terrible. But uh, we we have to be strong. We have to go on with the knowledge that um that there are there are better things in life um uh, you know than paying for gas uh thinking about poor electricity if you're in nigeria um stuff like that i don't know i try i say this thing i just imagine him not having to stress about these things anymore and yeah it's something that gives me a bit of a, a humorous side to it so just just keep living, keep doing your best, and and uh, let's pray we make them proud. All right, to the podcast. One of the things I remember really, really early about my dad was that he loved to read. So he would read, you know, books about the Prophet Salam. He would he would he would read books about history on on history uh, in history uh 
don't know which one I just did now. Okay, I'll think about it later. Uh, and he'll read books, you know, he read news every day. Every day. Till, till, I don't know, till the day he went to Odin sleep, he read books, he read newspapers, everything. Even though there was, you know, social media and everything, he will still get the daily headlines from the, you know, newspaper publishers that he, he liked to read. So this is this is the thing with with that. It means that even even though he had gathered so much by way of experience and you know meeting different people and all of that, he was always about expanding his knowledge, expanding what he knows. And then he would carefully think out and process everything he's doing, every single thing he's doing, every single plan from start to finish right start to finish contingencies everything he plans that and I, and I really wish I could be as good as he, he is at doing that because he's really good and I'll say 70 oh it's okay 75 okay 76.5% of the time he's right if he says something he's right don't, don't just don't worry about it he knows what he's talking about right if we tell you that you turn left in that street, you're going to get punched in the face. You are going to get sucker punched in the face. He never told me that, but just hear, just hear me out. Number two. <laughs> I'm just saying, number one is basically keep seeking knowledge no matter what. Keep reading, keep learning, keep improving on yourself. He's always been about that. Number two. Being a dad... First and foremost requires you the best way to be a good dad, to be a great dad, to be any of these things is first of all to be a good person. You cannot be a great dad and be a terrible person. I don't think it works. Right? If you're a terrible person, if you if you are sloppy, if you are if you are you know uncultured, if you are just a mess of a man, it's a lot harder to command respect. He does this thing effortlessly right i mean yeah um generous you know he's generous to the point you might think he's he's nuts because why, why he's so generous you know he's just that guy you know and he's gentlemanly right i've seen my dad i you know at his age you know step aside for older people to walk through maybe a door or something you know even want to get up for from I think from uh this was years back. I learned this from him. I know I read it in books and stuff, and you know, you know the, the old ways of living. And people, and people these days have lost those simple cultures, those um, little acts of chivalry of, you know, gentlemanliness. You know, getting up from your seat for an older person to sit down. You know, now these days everyone wants to say, well, go get your own seat. You know, or don't you don't you see I'm also tired you know we didn't we didn't used to do this this wasn't the way I learned this from my dad um, and, I, and I didn't learn it from him telling me um, as much as uh, I did from him showing me so it's always there so being a good person being a good man being a man of substance of value being a man that says I say this and I mean it that kind of man is the kind of man that you need to be for you to even set the foundations of being a good father.
be a good man focus on being a good man and then that transcends for you into being a good father right and in being a good father it doesn't mean you're going to be nice sometimes you have to be the bad guy which is where you see the general side come out when i say the general people are like what your dad was in the military no he was not but for anyone who has seen him or had heard from him or heard his voice you will imagine that he was from the military not like he was always barking orders and all stuff like that he was very cool sometimes you know he added please even when he was asking me to do something for him he would say please can you do this can you do this and it was just like it was like a gentle nudge because he knew i would do it anyways so you know obviously you could say no if something else was happening and he would understand but why not just do it because there are blessings for these things so you know apart from the blessings really i just did it because it's my dad it's what it's what i'm supposed to do right uh so so yeah ultimately ultimately you okay ultimately <sighs> it's tough this is a this is a tough recording okay wow okay let me get back into it ultimately work on yourself to be a good person and not just uh, yeah that's that's it so number three i would say you can't be self-serving you cannot be self-serving and hope to be a good dad and that's one thing that my dad was not self-serving i mean yeah he, his own personal characteristics spilled into other areas of his life but this is how my dad was my dad is I'll, I'll just give you this story. I haven't told people about this. There was a time there was this huge uh, thing around where I stay. A lot of cars were burnt. Uh, and it was a very like very chaotic night. And I was coming back from work. My dad was in another part of... Probably, he was even in another state. And, you know, the whole chaos was happening. I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit this out. So I went elsewhere to stay at a friend's place. And I was there... And my dad doesn't know this friend, doesn't know this person. But he knows, and he called me and we're, we're keeping tabs on each other. And I was telling him updates on what I knew so that, you know, he can also stay away and be safe. My dad got... Now, just for clarity, where I was is like the other part of town from where we stay because of all the crazy stuff. And I was closer to where I was working at the time. So I went there. And... My my father, right? He he eventually got home around like eleven to twelve that night, really really late, you know. When he when things had calmed down, and then the security operatives, uh, the men of the, the armed forces and all that, had come out to, you know, um, calm the unrest, take care of things. So you know, there's still tires burning around, and you know there are some you know groups of you know i won't call them thugs or vigilantes or i don't know what they were really and he he managed to get to the to the estate gate and immediately he got to the estate gate he said okay since it's possible that you can get to the estate gate and that things are a bit calmer now you know he, his thinking was look anything could happen you know i was saying i'm going to come back tomorrow morning the next morning and he said since 
things have calmed down to the point where he can even get home safe. He was going to go get me to, to know. So he took his his car. He called me. That, okay, where am I? Okay, that he's going to come and get me, right? Now you do realize at this point in time, I wasn't a kid anymore. Like I'm not. I'm more like a baby, right? But I realize now what it means. Let me just finish the story. So he drove all the way after driving from another state. Now just bear in mind how crazy this is. This is this is like close to midnight, right? He drives in from another state, gets to the house really really quite quite a distance away it's more like you are doing this uh i won't call it a y shape on the map but you're doing a very long y so he drives all the way to the estate realizes that i can get home through the through all of the checkpoints and everything and he says you know what i'm gonna go get you and then he drives all the way i wish i could mention i want to mention location so if i'm mentioning the location it's going to be like uh how do i put this it's like you're going from like this you're going from let me say Garki, right no ah, i don't want to use actual locations we are going really far let me just go like this in the mild thing it's like you're doing about anywhere from i'll say about 20 something miles away 30 miles away they're about 30 miles away yeah he's coming from like let's say 30 miles away he gets home and has to drive 30 miles away again to get me and then we come back so what, what happens is he gets there i get in my car and i'm driving behind him right so he's like literally he's in front of whatever it is that's going to happen that night that's what he did and then he drove all the way back to the house you know and his mind was in case anything wants to happen let it be that first you are home and you are safe principle one you don't leave family behind you do not leave family behind now this is like a sub point under this point yeah number three but you do not leave family behind that's one two you have to make sure this is one thing he kept he, he tells me and he does it no matter what you are doing this is his own thing you walk like let's say you walk in nine to five anything from six o'clock you should be home so as a man the, the expression is that you are done if you are done from your regular day nine to five work just get home first if you want to go out later it's fine but get home first see your family it, and this is something he does get home first see your family maybe have maybe have the maybe a quick dinner with them or something like that and then you can go out and then you can go out right maybe also it will give you some time to freshen up and all that but and then you can go out why touch home touch home first home base is important touch home let them feel your presence at home don't just go and then it's night time and you come back it's really hard for me now because my my day doesn't even allow me that luxury at all right and then the traffic situation is just not so great right now but this is what he would do and this is this is the example he set for me so that, that night, I was, as he was just driving and they're going through the checkpoints and everything, got to a particular point where, you know, the, the police people were being very, they're just being very, Nigerian police, like, why? They're being very somehow, like, they stopped me and asking me crazy questions. He just, he, he, he passed them because, you know, they didn't ask him anything. I don't know why. They, maybe they were afraid of him or something. Thought, maybe thought it was a military man because his vehicle is a bigger vehicle. Um, and, you know, 
they were asking me questions and he just waited for me and then he called them and he spoke to them and then they just you know disappeared and i know that okay this guy has talked to them this people are stupid <laughs> because i told them look this is what happened they know this is what happened they're asking me why are you moving at this time of the night i'm going home everything has calmed down i'm going home no where are you who are you where are you from unfortunately where i was working i didn't have an id card this is another thing if you're working anywhere it's really important you have an id card it's really important to have an ID card. It's really important to have some means of identification for where you work. Because they say this from a lot of unnecessary questioning and confusion. Right? If you tell them this is where you work, this is what you do, blah, 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 blah. You're a media person or you're, this, you're an IT person, whatever. You have an ID card. It saves you from so much nonsense. Right? Um, but also, it doesn't help if the people that are, that are asking you questions are slow. So... Just pray to God that you don't have any issues with um, the police force. Uh, it's not all, they are not always like that. There are some really, really smart ones that ask you really intelligent questions that make you know that they know what they're doing. But that night, I, I wasn't really lucky with the ones I got. So, uh, you know, he came back for me and then we're driving all the way back and then we had to go through different, you know, mobs and stuff. And then he just kept, I was just following him, you know, trailing his car. And then we got home. And then we got home. And then we had. Did we eat anything? I don't remember. But that was it. And the whole time I, I, I got. I, I was just looking at this man like. I, I told him, don't worry. Don't bother. Don't You don't have to stress yourself. You know. I'll come home tomorrow. He was like, no. You have to be home today. It's safe now. What is tomorrow? This is that. He doesn't want to hear anything. He's coming. And then he started driving all the way from that place to come get me. This is. when I When I think of my dad like this. Actually, it was, it was worse a couple of weeks back because I'll say this and I'll be in tears. Right now, I'm trying to fight them back. But that is, this is how, if if my dad is like this, then I'm like, thank God for God. Right? That was, that was my mind. Like, if my earthly father can be this loving, this, uh, oh boy, oh boy. If he, if, if he can be this, you know, basically eagle eye, over you right someone's watching over you uh if you have someone who would go back for you regardless of the time regardless of how tired he is whether or not he has eaten if you have someone who will go back for you just imagine what god is going to do just imagine what god does right and I'm just like, okay, let me not even go. I don't go. I'm not speaking religiously. As anyone knows me, I'm not really trying to say this is this God, this is the God of Shabalaba. I'm saying God, the creator of everything, is mindful of me. And then my father is 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 showing that character. Yeah? I, I didn't get it when a senior colleague of mine, uh where I, st- where I study, right? She said when she lost her her mom, because she had lost her dad uh, some years back or so, and then she lost her mom. And then she said this thing, this statement she made. She said she has never felt so alone in her life. I didn't understand that statement. If you have a parent alive, thank God. If you have issues with them, make up. If you have, I mean, if you have, if you have, if you are fighting, if you are, estranged from them because of some petty beef let it go because 
it's especially if you have good parents because this is crazy you have someone who will go back for you they they know fully well it's equally dangerous for them they could go out and something could happen right they could go out and they could get murked they could go out and they could get mugged they could go out and they could get into an accident so many things could go wrong and then they come back for you right that's insane right i and i remember oh man there's so many there's so many things to remember that's the crazy thing so when when she said that i think I, I was thinking about what she meant because she has children she has a husband she has all this stuff she's around 50 years old madam you have lived a good life and you have your parents with you for most of that life i don't think they don't go to stay with you for that long but she still, she still felt like she's alone she felt alone because all her life she has had she has, she has had these two people consistently looking over her these two people consistently looking watching over her these two people watching her going forward watching her going back watching her side you know this friend of yours i don't like them they might not be well for you watch out you know i don't like this person around you stop listening to this kind of music you know my mom still tells me because she sees my statuses and, and all this stuff for whatsapp and everything i posted one with it was like, supposed to be a, a joke thing and i know that was funny right it was funny because people that got it were like aha it's so funny mom was like don't post these kind of things be different and i actually took it down because i don't know it's there's something i don't know it's moms are special as well shout out to mom but then she was like take it down you know because it was like someone was like shaking their booty or something like that and then the man was watching the video and then it went off and then his wife was behind him in the reflection on the screen that was like a very you know you messed up moment yeah it was supposed to be about the you messed up moment not really about the booty shaking because that's not the point of the video but the fact that it was in the video she was like don't post stuff like this be different right and i'm like yeah i get it i get it like there's something that she expects of me like son i i know you post memes and stuff and you can be funny and stuff but there is stuff i expect of you and there's stuff that i i think people who know you expect of you and i don't think this shows you best and i, I took it down because i'm like whoa she's seen something i'm not seeing right now number three another thing i learned from my dad is how to take responsibility for your life so bad things will happen you'll make mistakes you might have moments in your life where you wish you did things differently or you feel like okay i messed up you know what you messed up and everyone is going to be giving you a lot of drama for how you know you messed up and you feel terrible about it and the grief of all of it and it can be a really you know damning thing however um there's something i i got from him and i was in school at the time i was i was into a lot of things aside my studies i mean it um, cisco hardware coupling uh graphic and animation 2d 3d stuff so all of that really just blended into you know um me having you know um i would say divided attention right but i would say my attention was split more 70 30 or 80 20. so yeah 80 20 thereabout and 
while while all this was happening it mean it meant that you know the more time i was giving to one particular aspect of my being of my study of my growth um my growth there was you know there was a cost to be paid and that was on the side of my my schoolwork my, my traditional schoolwork and honestly i feel like you know it's anyway that's a different top, topic for a different day but it did affect my school work right and so you know yeah mom came in you know super emotional about it what's going on how can you do this what's your your results are crazy da, 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 da. and then my dad was like he just called me and he was like you know we, we, we traveled together we went uh, i think to to damatu also and we we're there for a while and then he just you know we just sat down one day he called me and we just sat down and we spoke about stuff it was like your results you know that he has seen them and all and he knows you know yeah yeah, yeah it's what it is it's not like it was like the worst thing ever but he he said he, he doesn't feel like okay these are the, these are the best things that that i'm capable of because he, he always believed that look you are made of so much more and that you can do so much more and now you're smarter than all of this stuff that i'm seeing so he was just like okay what's really going on talk to me right and that was that was you know he just point blank go for the solution don't waste time crying about it it's it has happened right if you spent money you lost money you did something you made a mistake you did the wrong person you drove your car into a wall it has happened yeah you initially you get frustrated you shout about it but don't waste too much time on the thing that has happened that you don't get ahead to keep moving forward yeah so it has happened you messed up you made a mistake or stuff isn't so great right now and he told me he said look from what he's seeing he doesn't think the projection at this rate if i was going to write maybe the final exams for secondary school as the jam whatever he didn't he didn't feel confident that at that point i was ready for it so he said, okay, no, well, let's do something. We're going to start something different. So he got me someone. We started working through math. Like the holiday, right? That supposedly long holiday you have before you resume. That's what I was doing. So he took me out for that and everything. And long story short, you no, know, then after that, he just, he was like, he doesn't, that's the thing. I think I get it from him sometimes. He has this plan in his head. Like he's planning as he's, as he's going on. He's driving and he's planning. He's thinking. He's, he's factoring different things in. And by the time he's at his destination, he has the whole plan. Right? I don't know whether he's improvising or he's planning. But it's more like he has gathered information. And then based on everything he has gathered, he thinks the best. this is the best line of action. And he goes with it. As a man, have a plan. This is like number four. But have a plan. So number three, don't, I mean, take responsibility for your life. Number four, make sure you take i'll just say this number four I, I feel like there's just so much about my dad that i cannot put in one podcast so i'll just kind of wrap it up at this point but number four have a plan as a man have a plan have a plan it's important to have a plan know what you're looking for before you get to the place or have an idea what you don't want so that you have an idea what you really are about have a plan about I mean, for what you, what you're going to do with what you have or what you want to get before you get it. You want 10 million naira, yes. You don't know what you're going to do with 10 million naira yet. You just know that you're going to spend it. You don't know what you're going to do with it yet.
so what you can do now is deal with the process right the process of life is information keeps coming at you good information i don't know if there's bad information but basically good news bad news um um whatever hearsay blah 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 facts figures everything is coming at you rapidly the silly thing to do is let it just go past you the smart thing to probably do is to sieve out what it is that you need or what it is that you think you can work with things that you can you can see me okay this can come in handy later don't put away learning for convenience or what is expedient or what is you know in the moment that's like you're the bitch same thing now but yeah you know that is it and basically he had this plan and then i switched schools and then he had this whole thing but then it was like he gave me a fresh start which is like you know what you're here you're, you know everything i switched but, you know and then we got there and it was like he just all he told me was you're going to write this exam right i want to see what you can do show me what you can do that was it that's all he had to tell me i was like oh really show me okay uh, all right I, i'm gonna do that yeah i'm gonna show you some i'm gonna show you something right i'm gonna yeah and I, and I did that and I, and, I, and I felt good that I got in but then that was that was him just showing that look everyone can can talk about oh you, this is so bad this is so bad but when they are done when the world is done talking to you when the world is done making noise you need to filter out a quiet space for yourself inside your mind inside your own safe space where you create solutions where you create a plan right and to enforce that plan you need the kind right kind of mentality with you and if you happen to have kids then you need to know how you talk to them you need to know how you tell them how you charge them up what you you know i just it, like you stop that you look back now and you look realize thanks dad that's probably what i needed i needed a challenge right probably i, I probably still wonder what i would have done if i kept being a tech bro I'll probably walk back into that sometime later yeah but that's the thing how are you able to deal with information and create a plan right the the lagos uh uh bomb blast ikeja cantonment thing um uh, was another scenario i remember we were ve- i was very young at the time uh, my sister my family we were everyone was really way younger actually um but while everyone was panicking my dad was very calm. I was like, what, what's going on? Relax. You know, this is a small story. But he was just really calm. And he was like, wait a minute. Wait, relax. Everyone is running, running. Okay. Everybody's trying to, everybody's panicking and trying to run somewhere, go somewhere. And I'm like, he's just like, okay, relax. You know. I remember what we ended up spending. We just went somewhere and we had chips. That was all. We had chips like till evening. He made a few, maybe a few phone calls. He had, I've never, seen, like my, and my mom, we left. <laughs> It was crazy, right? He came, got us. I was like, "What are you doing? Stop, stop doing that! Don't do that! Don't, don't be, don't do that!" Yeah. And he said something. And he said it. And it was. And I, I learned something again when he said, "Don't leave people behind." He said another thing is that see, if anything goes wrong, you can lose your family forever. If something, if it was actually let's say it's a war, and you just split up by any means because you are in a panic and frenzy, and you miss each other. That might be the last time you see each other again. So being together is actually really important. Stay with your squad, stay with your people and all of that. I can't 
it's i can't uh, exhaust all the things i want to say about my dad but i do want to say that he was a kind man he was a great man he was you know a very thoughtful friend you know even when he was asking me for stuff like do something for me he's always like please and thank you so he's not like just one overbearing person that just wants to command you everywhere you know even though there are times when he, he's in that vibe as well but he always looked out for his children he always looked out for his own and i'm always going to be grateful for my dad and i pray that god continues to bless him um, even in the hereafter um so uh this podcast basically might sound like you know it's not your dad why am i talking to you yeah exactly but that's the thing uh the podcast sometimes i listen to it sometimes you know people listen to it and they get something from it so if this podcast speaks to you um let me know or you know just be awesome and you know give give a give a give a cool comment or something leave a cool comment you can leave a voice message by listening on anchor or you can leave a message um uh you know maybe on the email that's the fizzy speaks.gmail.com uh, or you can just email me on my social media salim underscore tarfizi t-a-r-f-i-z-z-y or z-z-y whatever you whatever you're into uh, i would really love to hear what you think um there are a lot of awesome dads in the world and i think that we as men and women well i'm talking about men now before i put the and women because there's a lot of inclusion stuff going on in the world right now but as men especially i know women might listen you know a lot of young ladies women who listen to this amazing beautiful women listen to this podcast you know i don't know any ugly woman that listens to this podcast i don't know anyone i, I can't think of one that i know of you know even the stats are like beautiful women then this percentage you get like it's awesome so yeah um so yeah ultimately yeah we owe it to the next generation to do our best to be our best selves to to evolve to grow to learn to equip ourselves as much as possible so that we are the best version of ourselves for the next generation the best version of parents that we can be for the next generation the best version of professionals we can be for the next generation in our careers and in our country and all of that in our world we owe it to the next generation that we do not inherit um, um, malice wickedness and all of that stuff we need to do better and this is what the podcast is about different topic different week but it's all the same energy it has been salim mohammed tarfa proudly the fizzy on the fizzy speaks love you all take care of yourselves it's good to be back yeah love you dad rest in peace forever uh love you always peace